I'm a ghosty. I, I'm turning ghosty. All my stupid friends are still alive. <laughs> I get All it now. Stupid friends are still alive. Still got inside on the brain. I always fucking always. Always inside in the brain, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. Uh, this is an art discussion podcast focused on movies. Film. Uh, sometimes cinema. Cinema. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we do theme park other. Rides. Yeah, every once in a while, uh, theme park ride. Splash Mountain, overrated. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Sam. How how are you doing this week, my friend? Uh, it was a good week. It was a very, very great week. It was my birthday week. 25. Hell yeah, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much, my friend. I, I was telling Sam this whole week, I was like, I'm not turning 30, but that song just keeps playing in my head. Yeah. I'm turning 25. Just doesn't work with the the. Rhythm. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, no, it was good. I had a friend visit me. It was very lovely to see him. We spent like three hours at a tea shop the other day. Nice. It was lovely. Um, that sounds birthday party like was a great. good fun weekend. Did a lot of big jokes. Had Hell one yeah. horrible day, but then had a bunch of good other sets. But hey, rad. How are you, Sam? I am good. I had a pretty good week. Uh, saw some friends. Uh, you know, got got a little little tipsy a couple nights. Played good video games. Watched good TV. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been a bit of a weird week. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> um, but has been a good weird, a good uh, weird. We all need a, a good weird. weird. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So for those who don't know me personally, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, I, uh, I guess I came out as non-binary. I don't know how to say the sentence fully. Um, So yeah, uh, my pronouns are he, they. I'm comfortable with both right now. That might change, but that's where I'm at. It's all a journey. It's uh, all progress. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, And uh, I I also watched a couple movies. Oh, of course. Uh, we'll talk about some of those later. Later. Much, much uh, later. Yeah, a couple weeks from now. <laughs> um, and I also watched one of Andrew's most favoritest movies. Yes, for a birthday gift to me. First, I have to say, uh, great for you, Sam. Getting comfortable in your body. It's you. it's amazing. It's, 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 uh... What's the word I'm looking for? I feel like if I say brave, it, I'm coming off as like, oh, it's so brave. And I don't want to come off oh, as man. that. You I know. got this one 
most of, I got a lot of messages yesterday. A lot of them were very sweet. Oh and no! This, the, oh no! There was, there was one that was like overly sweet. Oh, okay, you know? great. I'd rather like that like, one than the other one. Yeah, no, no one has been shitty. Um, but it was just like it was just a bit too far because I haven't spoken to this person in mm-hmm. seven years, like uh, a long time. Yeah. And it was like way too sweet, and I was like, "Whoa, all right, thank you, but whoa." Of course, yeah. But uh, you know. it's amazing. It's it's great claiming yourself. Very proud of you again. Thank you, friend. But what? Back it's, to me. It's my week back now. To, yeah, it's Andrew's <laughs> birthday. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's so hot right now. It's hot. I oh no! I got to turn off my air condition. I was like, I got it nice and uh, cold. Oh no. Oh, rip. Rip. <laughs> yeah. I want to have my window open, but my neighbors are being very loud in the backyard, so I can't. I can never yes. have my window open here because people throw away their trash, and the way this building is built, it sounds like it's in the room with me. <laughs> I hear bottles clang, and I'm like, what dropped? What the bottles fuck? do I have? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, a ghost story. 2017's A Ghost Story. Yes. We watched it. We watched I watched, it. I watched it recently to to christen my my room with my TV and 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 fall in love all over again. I guess I'll go first since since I picked it. Um, yeah, yeah. I I. This movie, so way back in 2017, Andrew was lost. He's always lost, but this time he was really lost. And he wandered into a movie called A Ghost Story, just, you know, to watch it. I like the director's previous movie, Peach Dragon, Disney's Peach Dragon. The only good live-action remake they have done. All right. Um, I was like, I like that well enough. This is not under the corporate overlords. It's A24. So let's let's see what he has to say. And this movie rocked my world. This movie <laughs> s- s- punched me in the gut. And I couldn't breathe for a week. It 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 touches me on many levels. Um and I also just like the movie. I understand uh not liking this film, I have to say. Spoiler alerts for the movie. There's not really spoilers, but spoiler alerts, just in case. Um, so Rudy pa- Mara eats a pie for 10 minutes. It's six I was, minutes. I is it six it. minutes? Yeah, I timed it. So it's so she sits uh, and eats it. I was in the theater with like six or seven other people. And within that scene, five people walked out. And never came back. <laughs> I just saw, I just saw the herd slowly lose a member within the with each munch of the pie. Yeah, I feel like it that's just long. perfectly describes this movie. Um, it's not for everyone, but it is indeed for this guy. And I am looking forward to no matter how you feel. I'm looking forward to this conversation. It should be a good yeah. One. How did you feel, Sam? I didn't like it. Um, 
I didn't like it. Uh, I was on board with the pie. I liked the pie. That didn't make me not like this movie. Okay. There was stuff at the end that we're going to get to. All right. Um, um, yeah, it's a very pretty movie. It's gorgeous. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of the look and vibe and like feel of it. And I'm a big fan of, of Rooney Mara's performance. It's great. Um, and then it just like shits the bed in the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Uh, and it was rough. Um, yeah, it's just a bit much. I am like, I'm not put off of, of David Lowry. Uh, I'm very excited for the green Knight. Uh, everyone's most most anticipated film of 2020 uh green um, night baby <laughs> yeah green night uh is looks great uh but yeah i didn't i just yeah i have a lot of issues with it um, all right i didn't hate it it's not the worst movie i've ever seen hey uh, i'll take it <laughs> yeah uh, but I did, I did have a lot of issues with it. Um, briefly, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Yeah, I mean that's in, it. Are cast. in the movie. Um, Rooney Mara is Casey Affleck is behind is under a sheet. Maybe. Um, uh, I remember seeing an interview, and they said that Casey Affleck is under the sheet for about sixty percent of of the movie. That tracks. Um, so, I too would not want to stand under a sheet for for months. But also, a film. this was like a union job, so you get ninety dollars an hour. What is it? I forget. You get paid, so I don't know. Just to stand there, just think to myself. Yeah, but if you're if you're like an actor and you have opportunities to do other stuff, yeah, to like further your isn't, to further your yeah, career, that isn't standing <laughs> under a sheet. Like I, Sam Bannigan, where I'm at with in my career, would stand under the sheet in place of Casey Affleck. But and say like if for I instance, was Casey Affleck, I would not stand under the sheet. But say you're like like Tom Hanks. You could take three years off of acting, and you're forever Tom Hanks. You're just forever a A-list star. Yeah. Would you do it then? Maybe. Maybe. Depends on how hot it is. <laughs> uh, hopefully it was Texas in the fall. Or yeah. winter, even. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think Rudy Mara is is great in this film. A lot of, a lot of stuff she she has to do and does, um, very silently. I think it's great for the parts that Casey Affleck's in. Also good. I I like him. Yeah, they they're fine. <laughs> I, That's it. They're good. I don't have anything to say about him. Uh, so let's talk about the the director, the real star, Mr. David Lowry. La- I don't Lowry? know if that has ever been more true <laughs> than with this movie. <laughs> the real star, for better writer, or for director, worse. editor, David Lowry. 
What'd you think? Um, I think it's mesmerizing. I oh, Justin, our friend of the show, Justin, uh, he says this quote that he heard from David Lawry because he's an interviewer at at from school. It's a long story. I'm gonna completely paraphrase it and completely butcher it. Great. But um, they were talking about falling asleep in movies, and uh, David Lawry was like. I think it's good. Sometimes you need to like fall out of the movie then meet the movie on another level so you can appreciate it on another level. Sometimes you need spaces and, and gaps. And he says that with all films. Okay. I think this movie is very true because you watched that the most famous scene from this movie with Rudy Barr and the pie. You go, oh, okay, she's eating the pie. Eating the pie, great. Dang, this must have been awful for her. Hmm. Yeah, what but if she grief like be high. like that? <laughs> but grief be like that, huh? I've been this sad. When have I been this sad? It just there's a a stillness in the move me and the move me. I can't speak. And the movie, I mean, it did move you. Um, that I think works for this film in particular. In particular, beautifully. I love. I love the direction in this film rad uh do you mind uh just turning me down in your headphones i've heard a couple echoes of course sound good yeah great yeah um yeah i i straight up did almost fall asleep multiple times watching (laughs) this movie yeah um because i was bored uh and was just like this was a lot of nothing happening um kind of like life huh (laughs) sure um (laughs) i don't want to be this guy andrew i don't like being this guy i don't like no no (laughs) challenge why i I like this just i get it i get the thing that he's doing you know, mm-hmm. grief is quiet and lonely and silent and all these different things. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it for 90 minutes. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I get it's that. It's far too much. Like, if the movie had... If this was a short film and it ended when Rooney Mara left the house, I would have been very happy. Mm-hmm. But that just kept uh, going. But it's... But it just keeps fucking going, and it just gets worse and worse as we go along. Then we go to then uh, we go to a future world. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll get to the future world. <laughs> um, so, what did you think of the writing? What writing? The the the, the one three pages. the one monologue. Yes, the three pages in this of this whole movie. The dialogue is fine. Uh, the monologue is so bad. Um, but the editing is great, so good job on editing. Have it? I don't know. My my biggest fear in life is being this guy at the party. I feel like I might have in one one time or another being you this. You have never been this dude at a party. Just this, <laughs> the worst dude. Like I the love worst him. dude. He's such a shithead. He's such a piece of shit. Someone it, like, hums tr- it. 
it's oh he pissed me off so much i was like you're such a dick like this girl is just wondering if she should or should not write a book exactly this you absolute (laughs) shithead oh uh and then the movie just is like well fuck you and it's oh god it was really pissed it really i really didn't like this the ending of this movie really so what do you mean me. by that what so when you say the ending so there's no dialogue in this movie basically yes <laughs> there's basic conversations mm-hmm. that you hear what's that uh, at the i don't know what that yeah. was yeah just that yeah yeah maybe it was something falling on the piano it was me falling on the piano in the future past <laughs> in the future past um, uh, Days of Future Affleck. Um, Ooh, that's the movie I need. <laughs> get get 2002, Fit Affleck, just broke up with J-Lo. Get 2012. Right before Daredevil. Yeah, right before Daredevil. Get 2012, right when he won his Oscar. Get, get Batman. <laughs> Freshly released Batman. Post-Batman. Quarantine Affleck, get them all. What what do they have to say to each other? That's a play right there. Mindy Colling, please. That's the sequel. Didn't she write, or she was in it at least? Matt and Ben, right? Have you heard I have of this? No idea what you're talking about. So Mindy Colling, I believe she wrote it, but she definitely starred in an off Broadway production called Matt and Ben, and it's them writing Goodwill Hunting, and that's it. Ah. Uh. All right. Um, anyway, Days of Future Affleck. Yeah. Uh, so there's almost no dialogue. And then there's like this fucking like almost 10 minute long monologue of, of the shittiest dude <laughs> preaching the shittiest version of nihilism that could possibly exist. Um. That a room full of like college kids get wrapped up in the party stops and everyone stops partying and having a good time to listen to this asshole rant about how nothing you do matters because the sun is going to explode in billions of years. Fully not grasping what like nihilism should be about. And then it's like, okay, cool. The movie is is preaching this message of nihilism. A bad message, a bad version of nihilism, but that's what it's doing. And then, oh boy, and then the movie spins, I don't know how much longer, an hour, like 30, 30 minutes, minutes. Two, two seconds. 30 minutes, I couldn't, paused it. Couldn't I had, tell you. I took an intermission at one point, it's 30 minutes. Okay. Spends the next 30 minutes going... Actually, it's determinism. Everything that that has happened was always going to happen. Everything that will happen will always happen, no matter what. Which is just, like, why are you contradicting yourself on this? Like, such a deep level. Which one are you trying to say? Because you are ultimately not saying anything by saying these two opposite sides of the spectrum. Like, there's not, you aren't, there's no message there. It's just here's a 10 minute speech about nihilism. And then here's 30 minutes saying determinism. And it's like, 
what the fuck is your point, David? Like, what are you there? You're not saying anything. You're just contradicting yourself without actually making a point. Like, it's just dumb. Like, it just becomes so pretentious and so shitty of like, ooh, look at me knowing these like two different things. And like, <laughs> you know, what What if I put them next to each other? Think about it. And it's like, no, fuck you. Tell me something. Like, what do you think? You've spent this whole movie being silent. And then you spend 10 minutes on this monologue. And then 30 minutes on this determinism bullshit. What do you actually think? Like, if, like if you're not going to say something, why are you making this 90-minute movie? I do feel like it says something, but I want to come back to that. It's definitely pretentious. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> what's wrong with being pretentious? So oh, I hate pretension. <laughs> pretension inside feels inside pretentious. Inside is a hundred percent less pretentious. I don't think it's that pretentious. Think, cause, cause, a ghost story. Here's the thing. Here's the difference. For the sake of the argument, I don't agree with this. For the sake of the argument, let's say, inside and a ghost story are both equally pretentious. Okay. Yes. For the sake of argument, a ghost story. I don't think has a message or a point or is saying anything at any moment, mm-hmm. really. It kind of contradicts itself a lot. And the stuff that it tries to say early on works really well. And then it just goes off doing some other bullshit for the rest of the movie. Um, but inside is aware of it. Like it's self-aware and and Bo at the beginning is like, yeah, if I call this out, then you can't. It's a defense mechanism. I understand how shitty this is, but, you know, I can't. Like, this is just the thing I'm doing. He's making this effort to, to you know, in a, in a defense mechanism or not, he is humbling himself in that moment. Of being like, I understand how fucking ridiculous this is and how pretentious I'm being, mm-hmm. you know, commenting on my own work and doing this thing. A ghost story just says, look at this smart idea I have, and then sits back and fucking sips its organic hand picked tea. <laughs> that one felt personal. <laughs> <laughs> you took it personally that's on you my guy you took it personally <laughs> you took it personally i didn't did that i say like that a, you drank that organic like you, that tea? Like an no um, i did not i look if if that's the tea you drink i didn't know that and so i'm sorry if no, it is no. <laughs> look look let's fucking oh for the past year we've been talking about or the past three years four years god um we've been talking about how during september i wear my scarf yeah of course um oscar season season, gotta get that pretension um just because i know we've both been thinking about inside 
it's when we were thinking about things to say, I was 80% joking saying we should just do inside again. I have more to say. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to do that. I yet. feel like that's a, I feel like that's another one we could do when this is all, when uh, the pandemic is like declared over, like we do contagion and then we do inside and then yeah. we're like, okay, cool. Now we're back to regular movies. Now we're back to regular films. Maybe, maybe. Um, or maybe a bonus episode or something. I don't know. But I would say just in the realm of pretend, pretension. Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. going to stick with that. Um, people say things are pretentious and some things are, they are like this movie is pretentious. If that bothers you, that bothers you. I'm not the dictator of critiques or our preference or taste. But I don't, I just, people say things are pretentious and I don't see where that's a criticism. Some things are pretentious where it's like, yeah, it is. They, they spent well, two years on this. They know whomever the artist is, no matter if it's, Bo Burnham had a very rough cut October 2020. He was like, dang, people are going to think I'm so far up my butt. And you know what? They're right. <laughs> And David Laurie must have been cutting this and been like, dang, people are going to really think that I walk outside of the bathroom and go, hey, guys, I just had diarrhea. It smells great in there. It smells like pumpkin pie. It's just pretension is like it's it's. This is mean. No, please. I'm say it. No, please. I'm gonna say it, but it's me. Please, some... I'm sorry, David. <laughs> um, to continue talking about inside because we can't stop. Because again, uh, yeah, it's in the brain. Bo Burnham has the talent to back up his like pretension, and I don't think David Lowry, at least as as I've seen in a ghost story has that talent to Can back up his bullshit. you pull up his filmography? Because I'm trying to think. He, yes. I believe his first film was Ain't Nobody Saints with Rudy Mara and Casey Affleck. Then he made Peach Dragon, then this, and then he recently made Old Man with a Gun. I believe I'm missing one other movie, but um, the, that's his film. With The Green Knight coming out, which looks incredible. Yeah, the Green Knight is coming out. He's doing the Peter Pan and Wendy movie. Yeah, I was excited originally. Then I hear here it's a Disney Plus original, and this I don't. Yeah, know. probably. I don't. Know. Uh, he everyone a, he, everyone has to eat. <laughs> his first movie was a a movie called Saint Nick from mm. two thousand and nine. Okay. Uh, and then he did a couple shorts. Um. And then, yeah, and then Ain't Them Bodies Saints mm -hmm. uh, did some more show. He did Pete's Dragon, did a ghost story, Old Man with a Gun, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, and then The Green Knight. All right. Coming up. Um, I have seen all of them. Have you seen any of them? Or, I nope. mean, everything except The Green Knight. Nope. Um, I think he's a very good filmmaker. And I think even you could agree the filmmaking, the message or no message, the actual filmmaking itself, 
much like how I the feel about inside is bar none, no matter how how I have issues or whatnot. Or yeah, the filmmaking, <laughs> the, the filmmaking, filmmaking talent is, is that talent is there, but the storytelling talent is not. Like it's just uh, again, I've only seen a ghost story, but it's like it's not there. It, mm. He doesn't. It's not. There's not enough there for him to back up this like high level nihilism determinism argument that he's that he's mm-hmm. making at the end because it like it, you're just it, putting a contradiction out there and then not saying anything about it isn't actually saying anything that's just saying here are two different things that exist and for me i guess what i see in the movie when you're saying um nihilism and determinism it's there it's a hundred percent there i'm not saying it's not there but I don't think he cares nor he thinks that's important. What his point... Then why have a 10-minute monologue about it? Sorry. Ah, cause, no, like, no, you're what? more than good. You're heated up. Come, come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you know why you jump out of it? <laughs> you have done this this whole time? <laughs> um... Uh, bu- 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 what were we? Well, I'm sorry. What were we talking about? What? 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 Uh, nihilism, determinism. Yeah, you don't sorry. think David Lowry? Um, that's the not what I think. It's there because we are floating on a on a rock, just going, and we know in billions of years the sun is going to explode, and that's just the facts. That's just things that we know from living on this earth. I think that's why it's in the film. And, you know, you gotta, he didn't want this to be a short film. He had to puff up the movie somehow um, with that, with the monologue. I think the film is about letting go and, and experiencing something and cherishing and something. Because when he, when Casey Affleck dies and he's on the board table and Rudy Mara puts the sheet on his head, he gets up, walks around the hospital, and then this void just appears. That he could walk into and who knows what's on the other side, but he chooses not. He chooses to stay and see this, this world and all he cares about. His only motivation is what Rudy Mara put into the wall. Um, and I think it's just this movie of just waiting and seeing and looking for answers like life and when we find the answer does it matter do we need an answer just live just it's it's accepting this world almost does that make sense or was i just moaning on no that makes perfect sense um i apologize if you can here there's a car alarm going off oh no. uh, audience i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'll mute it if if i can but um oh it might have stopped look at that Way! Um, uh i yeah like what you're saying is true that story is in there mm-hmm. of letting go and you know finding the thing that you know what what motivates you and all that stuff all of the things that you said makes sense i don't mean this to be mean i 
in theory is that what it feels like that's what you're about to say in theory no. everything makes sense yeah no that makes sense it's just that this movie doesn't because this movie is so sparse in what it is using to um tell its story and Mm -hmm. get its message across when the majority of your dialogue is this one monologue that takes i don't know somewhere almost 10 minutes Mm -hmm. i I don't know very long longer than most monologues yeah that keeps droning on and the scene that is around it is no one criticizing him. It is in fact, people almost revering him as Mm -hmm. if he is preaching some kind of truth. You are putting so much emphasis on that idea over anything else that's going on in the movie Mm -hmm. because you aren't using dialogue constantly. You know, if there was constantly conversation and monologues about different ideals and, and ways of, of looking at the world, then I think I could agree with you mm-hmm. that it is about that searching for meaning in different ways and all this different stuff, but it only really presents two that are in stark opposition to each other and like a third of the movie is based on one of those ideas and, and probably two thirds of the dialogue in this movie is for the other one. But I mean, like also don't forget the family that stays there. I think that's also another aspect of, 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 of the film of like people stayed when the lights glowed and when, you know, things knocked over that should have knocked over. Not that family. That family said, all right, let's get out of here. Like there is a, there are other levels. There are other stories in this film. Like Sure. But that story, like there's no, there's no subtitles. So you, unless you speak Spanish, which I don't, Mm -hmm. that is, just some people existing in the house that you see sort of go through different moments over, over the course of however long that they're mm-hmm. there. Um, that ultimately leads to Casey Affleck throwing stuff around the house and, yeah. and scaring them for, for whatever reason. Um, is it a racist ghost? That's, is it is he racist? Is he who knows? Or is he just bad um, that everyone moved on except him? Who's to say? It's probably the second one, but it I doesn't... like to think he's racist. <laughs> okay, you do you. Um, uh, but it doesn't. But because like the because of the majority of people who are probably going to watch this film do not speak spanish Mm -hmm. then you that part is just sort of there to watch but it's not making much of an argument for like a a searching of meaning like it's just yeah people live here now and casey affleck's mad about it 
You know? But you know what I mean? We also get his other ghost friend. Sure, who's just waiting for Godot? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there are other aspects of the movie. But Casey Affleck is also just waiting. It's not like, but that's not searching for me. Like, that's just, that's not a meaning, like, like in the way that nihilism and determinism are a specific meaning that, that, that the film is making an argument that, like, this is what life is about. Waiting is not one of those. Waiting is not. I feel like that's a huge part of that. life. Is, it's is a huge part constant, of life, but it is, is not. It's the waiting. But it is not. But waiting is a part of every thought process of of determinism, of nihilism, of Christianity, of Judaism, of like any way of looking at the world. Waiting is a part of it, but that is not in itself a way of looking at the world. So, th- so that's also not like I don't think that's all. That's an argument for. This is another person searching for, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, what do you think of the music? What do you think of that little little uh, the dark room? I get overwhelmed. Dark room. That's the name of the band who did the the score. Oh, of the film. It's good. I don't know. I it was fine. I didn't really. I'm glad I didn't. I couldn't really understand the lyrics, so I was like, "All right, it sounds fine." Do you like the beat? Did it make you feel anything? Sleepy? No. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about it, and this is such a left turn from what we were just talking about that my brain is like not. Sorry, I apologize. Catching up. I apologize. (laughs) No, that's fine. Um, my my brain was like the music. Um. No, I get it. I, get... I just my brain was like, "Oh, we're past the production part, so I don't have to think about it." <laughs> I you get... know, sometimes we we do the production stuff at the yeah. beginning, and then we sort of move on. We did all the production stuff, and then we moved on. So my brain was like, "Cool, oh, I don't have to think about that." Yeah, no, I get you. Um, I have to think about this other bullshit that I have to argue with Andrew about for <laughs> an hour. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying. And I mean, yeah, I guess that's just how, I don't know, maybe just how we both see the world, the differing, the core, the core difference. Um, yeah. I mean, you are religious and, and, uh, you know, we've had plenty yes, of arguments of about my nihilistic views. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it hits different especially because it was filmed in the town that you grew up in that is the other thing like <laughs> there are, there are so many reasons why this movie speaks to you and super doesn't speak to me of course yeah um, so i can't wait to watch yours whatever you, you, you what's your birthday movie you got oh god i don't July, know uh, August, September, October. yeah five months yeah i don't know um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have a movie that is like this fucking capital A art. Mm. You know? Yeah, no. I, I, I get you. Well, like, we've done them. Like, we did Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, we did do Inside Lewin Davis, didn't we? Because this movie yeah. also reminds me a lot of that film. Of, of... Oh, God, I hard disagree. Oh, my, oh, my lordy. Of, of just this 
again waiting this for him waiting to 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 not even get famous to get a break just to get a break in life um but he's not waiting he's constantly whatever I, <laughs> um waiting is nothing like waiting is not like interesting to watch it's not compelling in any way it is in fact the part of life that you forget the most out of any other part of your life. You forget the waiting. But you all, while waiting, you people watch. You look. You look around. You. But that. But that. But then you're doing something. Waiting is is not doing anything. Like people watching is different than waiting. Listening to a podcast is different than waiting. Taking a walk in the park is different than waiting. Like, but waiting sitting. is a very specific thing, and it's okay. nothing. Okay, how I hate to use this word because this is gonna fully this get ready to tighten your scarf. But how about meditative? That's also extremely different from waiting. So let's let me change up my words. I feel like this is more meditative than anything. Um, I still disagree, but it is a better word to use. It is it is meditating around the world itself, the everything that happens around this house. Why he cared about this house, how it was built, how it was destroyed. Just and you as the audience, David Lowry ties you to a chair and says, "All right, now be this guy, be this guy under this blanket." And and every witness. Witness me. The past, the past forty minutes of this podcast has mm-hmm. made me dislike this movie even Aww. more. Oh, <laughs> it dropped, it dropped on my letterbox by one and a half stars. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't. I just don't think it's there. I just don't think it's there. I think it's. I think there's a promise in it, but I just. So, in in if Sam Bannigan could have made this movie or even edited the film, he would have made this a short film. Marie Mara leaves. Yeah, a short film. If it was, you could even do the weird determinism thing. Just take out the. I think Rooney Mara leaves. Make the sequence of him seeing different people and different stuff happening in the house way shorter. And then do the the jump off the building. Do the little thing. You could make this an hour long and it would probably be pretty good. It's just you have to fully commit to like the the determinism thing, the loopy thing. And and just do that because that works. I think the story of of Casey Affleck's ghost, just like chilling and, and and trying to get at this little piece of paper, works. It's just surrounded by all this other bullshit that makes it uh, so sleepy. <laughs> It is a sleepy film. The director himself says this is a sleepy film. Like I'm, like I was so I, halfway through, I was like, I'm gonna take a nap, and then I was like, No, I have to watch this movie. Yeah, just want to crawl up in a ball. 
Yeah. And that is not a good thing. I don't like that. At least for me, I don't like that. I don't because I wasn't tired. It just put me to sleep. Like yeah. I, it was it, just it leaves you in a mood for sure. It leaves you in a yeah. in a very calming state. Yeah. That I do It's very strange. Very yeah. That's what that's what I love. That's the that's the thing I need. But if I want to watch a calming movie, for some reason, both Alien and Blade Runner do the same thing. <laughs> is it that odd? Yeah, I don't know what it is about those two movies, but boy, oh boy, can I take a good sleep when I'm watching them. But also, like, sometimes doesn't an alien just kind of come on board? Is it that life? Doesn't an alien just kind of just hop on board? If I could end the podcast 15 minutes early, I would. Right here, right now. Does, no, Andrew. Does it, an alien doesn't just sometimes come on board. Does it? Does it? Like, don't you just think about like, dang, am I an android? Isn't life kind of like that? No. Or you're like, dang, dang. Maybe I am Jurassic Park. Maybe like, I, what are you saying? <laughs> I need a T-shirt. I am Jurassic Park. Remember the end to Jurassic World when she lets out all the animals? Yeah, when you find out she's a velociraptor, she's a, she's velociraptor a velociraptor or herself. A little yeah, girl, the like little girl some... you've been watching is a velociraptor herself. Remember that? Oh God! Are they making another one? They are. They were filming it in the pandemic. I don't know That's how it stupid. went. I don't know how it's going. Did you? How on board are you with the the thing that went around on Twitter the other day of the next Fast and the Furious movie should be a Jurassic Park crossover? I mean, I'm already dealing with the stress of Space Jam. Did Lego Movie destroy art? What? I don't know. Like, ten years ago. Oh my god, yes! I was saying, let's cross them over with Transformers, but... Oh yeah, that would work. But now I'm like, come on. Every we're getting Space Jam the next legacy where apparently Pennywise is gonna have a major role in it. Uh, that's hilarious. I'm just I'm excited for Robo Cheetle. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? There's gonna be parts of that movie I'm gonna love. But also yeah, tech, Techno Robo Cheetle is uh gonna be great. <laughs> but when Barry Lyndon and and Bugs Buddy has us has are talking to each other I mean, I'd be like, what am I, this is, this is hell. This is it. Yeah. We, we are in the bad place. I think we have been in the bad place for quite a while now. You think the whole world's ending, buddy, it already did. In here. <laughs> it's something, huh? Like, like we, like we lose. I can't speak for everyone. What if I was looking through Letterbox on it for Inside? I, we're still talking yeah. about a ghost story, but going back to Inside, we're, don't worry about it. Um, there was one that said, you, "You're gonna have to scroll. You're gonna have to keep scrolling. Your thumb is gonna bleed before you hit a person of color's review on this app." And I was like. <laughs> Facts, though. 
I was like, facts, though. And I am a person of color. <laughs> and I haven't put a review on That's it. That's so funny. There, there, I do have, like, issues. But there, it's so... It understands... It understood that anxiety so well. Yeah. How did that rich little white boy, privileged Massachusetts white boy, understand Andrew Thomas's anxiety so well? Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like the color of your skin has nothing to do with how you how your brain works and how you experience. Nah, I need to some... show you. I need to show you some Texas. Uh, uh, textbooks that would disagree with oh, you. God, are you going to start measuring my I'm gonna, head? I'm going to. I'm going to show you some <laughs> some 2009 t- Texas history books that would disagree with you. Um, buddy. oh boy, that got dark. Uh, uh <laughs> but I, it, it is there is something, and this is where I'm like, I, I. I I'm sorry to hijack this, but in my own personal experience, a, watching Inside last week and watching a ghost story the week before that and the week after it, it just, it's a weird state to be in for it, for me of just like, yeah. a, I know what I want. I know what I'm doing. Should I be joking at a time like this? Should I yeah. be joking at a time like this? It's it's yeah that, but also I'm like, what am I gonna do? Stand in the corner with a sheet over me and just watch? Yeah. There's a weird yeah, and this is what time are we at? I'm sorry, we got like ten minutes. Yeah, you're good. Where go. I think this movie hits after COVID, especially of literally just sitting and looking at your phone and witnessing and just being. Um, in my experience, again, it, it, this, the movie hit differently this time. Um, and then especially this time after our friend Robert Burnham put his whole liver on a table. Um, yeah. Art's weird, huh? Art's weird and it speaks to people yeah. and Yeah. I'm, my I mean, mom would like, hate both of these. I showed my mom the <laughs> story, but she was like, "What mess? What 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 mess are you showing me, this? What are you showing me? Yeah. <laughs> what what mess is this? Um, what kind of white? I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. I was like, I get what you're saying, but also, doesn't it understand the human experience so well? <laughs> Doesn't it understand this feeling of like, why am I here? What? what? I put it on pants. I could be like, ch- I could be ch- chased by a, ch- a hyena somewhere, but I'm just putting it on pants. About to buy a Gatorade. What? What world am I living in? You don't feel buy that, your, mom? Go get your no. fucking. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. Go get your Rite Aid fizzy water. Yeah, my Rite Aid fizzy water. There's another universe where Andrew has a spear. And is chasing down meat to eat. How are how are we here? I'm looking uh, at a Thor bobblehead. Why? What? Huh? I think. I'm, yeah. You try. I, I, I feel like I've been talking for too long. You try. No, it. you're good. I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. It's very interesting seeing you have this experience. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> 
of these two different movies that are like just tuned into how you feel. Yeah. Like back to back is, is I mean, I know rad. last week going back to Bo, I imagined that was, that was something for you. And that night you had oh, listening to the wonder years. Like, yeah, like, all, Oh man, I would love to end on this. Like, on those things, I'm speaking for you with Bo Burnham and the Wonder Years. There could be other pieces of art, but I know no, because we're friends. Because we're friends, I know yeah. those really speak to you. How was that for you, especially post pandemic? I mean, I'm still very much in oh, this pandemic. Yeah, no, so. no, I'm sorry. Not, 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 not it. I'm sorry. The world's weird. Being at a club at the four o'clock weird. was weird. And I, I was yeah. like, it felt like I drank coffee. I hadn't had coffee in a year. Like, it was yeah, a lot. COVID cases are still like very rampant. Like check your not cases. so much in Canada. Uh, not so much in Canada. We are going down. People are getting vaccinated, but like so much of the world does not have access to vaccines right now. Yeah. So like this pandemic is not going to be over for, for years. Yes. Like it's going to take so long. Check um, your cases, so everybody. Everyone in the world. Yeah. Uh, e- even me, I still check from time to time. With yeah, both I, vaccines uh, in my body. I'm like, let me just double yeah, check. Yeah, there's a there's a uh subreddit for Edmonton and there's this guy who's been tracking all the COVID mm-hmm. numbers and stuff in Edmonton for the entire time. It's fascinating to look at. Yes. Um I'm the dumb person. We're not post this. I'm the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. No, check your numbers, people. <laughs> yeah, check this your is numbers. Serious. Get vaccinated. How could I be joking um, at a time like this? Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. No, it it was, it was very, like, um, I guess introspective mm-hmm. for me of of, whereas I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but watching a ghost story and inside and then a ghost story again for you was much more extrospective. I guess <laughs> potentially be the word. Like, is much more like you looking at the world. And for me, inside and the Wonder Years was very much looking within at Sam. myself. Yes, yeah. Um, and just thinking about like all my past experiences mm. and thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. and, and all these different things. Um. So I think that's that was like for me what what last weekend was and and why inside is so in my head. Yeah. Of like yeah of of how personal it feels like it feels like pretty much any word he says in that whole special is like i could i i could have said this mm-hmm. like this is a thought i've had and about myself and about the world mm-hmm. and all these different things and it's very much the same for the wonder years like a lot of the stuff that they talk about is like oh yeah i know that feeling i know what's up yeah yeah um, i mean when he and it's also very interesting Inside and a ghost story being so, both of them being so much about grief mm-hmm. in different ways is something that I just thought about. And that's a very interesting, you know, I two different, about. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I don't, lots of stuff, I'm sure. Lots of stuff. Yeah, I mean, when in, in Inside, when he starts singing Jeffrey Bezos, I was like, dang, me and Sam in the middle of the pandemic. Had a whole podcast, had a whole <laughs> hour of fifty-nine yeah. minute long podcast about what we would do with Jeffrey Bezos' money. 
That's very true. It's, it's a bonus episode. Yeah. Check out our Patreon. Check out Plug. our Patreon. Plug. <laughs> Plug. I love it. Yeah, uh, no, it's uh it's it's also just a nice the watching these movies and watching watching I mean whatever inside is. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> of 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 how just art from different places and speaking for myself and when you said introspective, the more introspective uh, piece of art that hit me was Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar. That's the most insane um, sentence you've ever said. I oh understand. My God. Imagine how I feel. Um, <laughs> imagine how I feel. I'm so dreading doing Avatar. I'll, I think I'll wait I'm for dreading doing... I, I think I'm dreading doing it. Avatar more than I dreaded doing Justice League. Really? And that was a lot. That was a lot. I understand, but just... Because Justice League, I knew I could just fucking get... I could rip at you, and it would be fine. Avatar, I'm scared. <laughs> Sam, that really touched. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the thing. I can, fu- I can yell at you about Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman's stupid. But like when it's like, no, I deeply feel this emotion because of this movie. It's like, that's very different. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes, though. Superman's a dumb alien from a blown up planet. Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> But these Avatar are kind of like what you want to be. What am I? What do I want to be? <laughs> I, I also have catchy. unobtainium. <laughs> um... For for me, with that being the more, it, it's just weird how just these different things from these different people from different walks of lives understand just being utterly alone, <laughs> just being completely and utterly alone, yeah. and and take comfort in it. I think that's something that, and I use this very lightly, but when I say take comfort, but like. They are dwelling in it. They are going through it. They are massaging their own demons or trying to cast out their own demons or maybe even invite their own demons. Who knows? Um, and it, it, I can only speak for myself. It, those, it really touched me seeing, you know, this world and how, how you fit in it. Huh. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, you can... Uh, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you liked it, uh, you can support us on our Patreon, joining Lennox Studios uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah! For as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Um, which is where that Jeffrey Bezos episode is from. <laughs> we, we just talked about capitalism for a while and played this game called uh, What Would You Do With All of Jeff Bezos's Money? Yeah, uh, That was very fun. Um, and uh, yeah, you can see that and a bunch of other stuff. We've done so many weird things on that little bonus episode uh series yes it's um, so much fun that's a great way so every time fun. you're like we that's... gotta do a bonus episode i'm like oh no where 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 are we gonna do it then we do it i'm like yeah. that was lovely it was amazing yeah yeah every time 
So you're missing um, up on the so, fun over there. The most fun. Uh, if you don't have the money or don't want to give us money uh, to support us, that's totally fine. We understand there is still a pandemic going on. We also don't have any money. Um, so if you still want to support the show, uh, follow us on social media at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, subscribe to us on the your favorite podcatcher, uh, like the tracks, review the podcast. All those different things are uh, really, really wonderful ways to support this strange project of ours. This strange, strange project. And you, you want to know how else you can go with us on this journey? I'm, I, I, quick t- side tangent. Tell your friends, everybody. Tell your friends, folks. I'm scared to listen to some of our earlier episodes. I used to be able to listen to them, but I'm like, we are not just like different people. 2018 Andrew is different than 2019 Andrew. 2018 Andrew is, 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 is miles upon miles upon miles different than this. I've wanted to re-listen, but I'm also like, I don't know. What was I thinking? What, what petty things did I still care about? What, (laughs) Uh, but you know yeah. what? Much like life, much like these movies, join us. Tell your friends. Join your friends. Let's just experience this weird, weird world together. Yeah. If you're in a place that uh, you are lucky to be vaccinated mm. or the cases are really low and restrictions are low, just like get together with some pals if you can safely. Uh, and and just enjoy each other. Mm. Uh, you know, check in on your friends. Some of them might need a little extra support yes. and help. Um, we all stumble, and... we all fall. So yeah. Uh, it's always nice to have a helping hand. <laughs> it is. Uh, just like get a, sh- get a bed sheet and cut two eye holes <laughs> out of it. Uh, and then just like stand in the corner of their house when when they're out, uh, or when they're in, just... when they're asleep. Actually, well, well, you do it when they're when they're gone, and then they get home, and then they see you, uh, and, then... and yeah, it's yeah. conjuring three people. Bah! 